Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people even people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 96, which is the same year that I graduated from college. Um, And we are going to be talking about getting kids to help in your cleaning routines or something like that. Okay, but first I want to read a review that I just got from bthom 49 I wonder how you pronounce that in your head. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this podcast is the main reason why my kitchen is under control right now. I am not perfect, so there are days when it's a disaster zone, but knowing that my dishes are not a project really helps me get to fixing them. Thank you. Oh my word, I love this review. Thank you so much for leaving it. Um, love that. Um, to me, that that's like huge breakthrough right there. Uh, that took me a really long time to get to personally. Uh, But knowing that dishes are not a project. Dishes are not a project. Just knowing that makes a big difference. Um, If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to some other podcasts, specifically ones about daily tasks. So um, anyway, thanks for leaving that review. Any of you who are um, willing and able to leave a review in iTunes, that helps me so much and I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, so we are talking today about getting kids to help. Um, This is a question that I got in the patron hangout that we had on Monday, which was technologically a bit of a disaster, but we we still had it. Um, Anyway, if you would like to find out more information about being a patron of the show so that you can join those every month, uh, you can go to patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash a slob comes clean. Anyway, so in the patron hangout, um, someone asked about getting kids to help. Um, and what was funny is I was actually in the middle of writing a post specifically about that, um, which was kind of a real time, my own life. This is what's going on today at this moment, kind of a post. Um, so it's funny that we, we talked about that, but basically, um, my, here's the thing. I, for years, had the Messy Messy Home, and people would um, help me out by giving me great excuses, and I appreciated that because I love a good excuse more than just about anything else in the world, Uh, but one of the excuses that people would give me was, you know, you have kids, you, it's not just you, you are a stay-at-home mom, and so, you know, of course, my, my house had been messy at every single, my my bedroom, my high school locker, my apartments, my house, everything had always been messy. But when I had kids, people gave me this great excuse of it's because of the kids that it's messy. Now, when I stopped to think about that for 2.5 seconds, I knew that that wasn't the case because I'd always been messy. But it really is a good excuse because it actually is true. I mean, it really is harder to keep your house under control when you have other people living there. Um, But a big part of my excuse thing um, was, a big part of my deslobification process, rather, was um, getting over this whole awesome excuses. Like, whatever my great excuses were, I would, um, I just made myself 
not let them be excuses anymore. Okay. And by doing that, I ended up making real progress. Okay. By actually, um, just moving on through things and just saying, okay, I'm not going to make excuses anymore. Um, and part of my story is that I started the blog completely anonymously. That's why I'm called Noni. It's short for anonymous. Um, nobody knew about it, not my husband. It was just going to be a practice blog. But because nobody knew about it, meaning not even my family, not even my husband, I didn't tell them what I was doing. And so I just started focusing on myself and what I was doing and what I wasn't doing. And by doing that, then I saw what a huge impact it had just what I was doing, okay, that it it kind of eliminated that excuse of, oh, well, the reason it looks this bad is because of my family and what they're doing and not doing. Because once I started focusing on just what I personally was doing and not doing, that's when I saw a huge, huge impact. Um, And by doing that, then I had routines for my kids to join in on. Okay. And I didn't focus first on my kids helping to establish the routines. I established the routines all by myself. Okay. And then I brought them in on that. Now in this situation, I'm not talking to the people who are pretty much perfect and just need their kids to buy in on how awesome it is to be pretty much perfect. I mean, that's not who I'm talking to. Okay. This is where I want to clarify that I am speaking to the overwhelmed. I'm speaking to my personal target audience, which are the people who are in the situation where I was, you know, six years ago of just being completely overwhelmed and not knowing where to start. So understanding how important it is for me to have established the routines on my own so that, okay, here, here's the thing. Writing a routine down on paper and planning a routine of if I would just do this every single day or, you know, wow, this is how mathematically this should work out if I was to do such and such. And then trying to explain that to the kids. Um, kids are visual learners. You know, everybody has a different learning Um, direction or whatever, but kids in general, they really need to see it. It's the whole practice what you preach. It's the whole, your actions speak louder than your words. It's the whole, all of that kind of stuff. You know, you're going to teach so much more through letting your kids observe things. Um, So establishing routines so that they had seen this before. They had seen the whole, the dishwasher runs in the evening and it gets emptied in the morning And then dishes go into it all throughout the day. You know, when they've seen that work, not just as a one-time thing, but as a consistent thing that, okay, this is how almost every day, let's just be honest, it's not going to happen every day, but almost every day, this is how it goes in our house, which means that when I need a cup, I am going to go to the cabinet. I'm not going to have to ask, hey, mom, is the dishwasher clean or dirty? Um, they, they start to understand that and then bringing them in on those routines that already exist is so much more effective than if I say, okay, guys, we're going to start doing such and such because here, here's the thing. I had routines. No, I didn't have real routines, but there were routines in existence in my house. They were just really bad ones that I didn't I wasn't doing on purpose there that were resulting in a really, really messy house. And so those were the routines my kids had observed. And that is how in their life experience, that's how things work in our house. Okay. Um, so the post that I wrote on Monday was about, 
um, you know, Monday was Mother's Day, and um, so we had been out of town. You know, we visited family, and then Sunday night, we got home just in time for me to go to uh, see that Mother's Day movie, which I don't necessarily recommend. Um, It just, I don't know. It was kind of like, okay, great, a whole bunch of stars got together, and um, put together a movie called Mother's Day so that people would go see it on Mother's Day, and that's a guaranteed amount of money, but we're not actually going to put much into the story or the directing or anything. I hope the director of Mother's Day is not listening to this. Wow. If you are, this is not personal. Um, <laughs> I know you're not, but anyway. Um, but I'm not like saying, go see Mother's Day, because really, it was not a great movie. Anyway, um, but we went and saw that that night. Um, and then the next day was testing in Texas, which just proves that the people who arrange those tests have no clue what they're doing because they do it on a Monday <laughs> in May <laughs> when the kids are already completely checked out and they do it the Monday after Mother's Day. Yeah, I just got political because that is a huge pet peeve of mine. Anyway, because Mother's Day, I mean, is not your normal Sunday. It's crazy, and kids are going to get home late, and um, things are out of routine, and then you want them to take their test that everybody's judged on that Monday morning. Whatever. Anyway, so basically, we're getting ready to go on Monday morning. I never thought Sunday night or Monday morning to say, hey, everybody, bring me your laundry. Because that is our routine. That is the main way that my kids help out with laundry day. Now, in the summer, yeah, they run the loads themselves. But during the school year, it works best for us to get all of our laundry done on Monday. I have a laundry day. That's what works for my personality and my brain type. I have a podcast on laundry um, where I explain how that works. But that um, that's their part of it is they bring and sort. They sort all the laundry Um, And that helps so much in just getting things going so that I don't have to stop and do that. Well, Monday morning, I had to stop and do it. I had to go around. And believe me, here here was my thought process. I wonder if this could wait till tomorrow so that tonight I could get them to bring all their stuff, you know, because that really is such a big help. I, I should really wait till tomorrow. But here's how it works. The routine exists. I have proven over the last however many years that I've been doing laundry day, that if we will do laundry day, our home runs so much more smoothly the whole entire week. And the best way for it to run smoothly is to do it on Monday because we have decluttered our clothes to the point where we depend on ourselves to do laundry day on Monday and we have the right amount of clothes and school uniforms and underwear and socks and all that kind of stuff that if we will do it on Monday, we are in good shape. Okay. So the routine exists. I know that Monday is important. So that motivated me to go ahead and do it all, you know, even though I had to do extra work because I hadn't had the kids come in and um, do their part. Now, idealistically, uh, my kids on their own would go, it's Sunday night, and so we need to go and put our clothes um, into piles for mom for tomorrow to do laundry day. Um, Idealistically, that's great and wonderful. Uh, I'm all about thinking how great things could be, but um, then there's reality, 
And the reality is that I have to remind them because, you know, I'm the mom. And I think about stuff like laundry. They don't think about stuff like laundry. So, you know, it's great to say, well, those kids should know. Sure, you can say that. But the reality is I have to remind them. So I didn't remind them. Honestly, hubby often reminds them. But he didn't, okay, because it was an out-of-routine day, and we all got off of our routine. Um, but uh, as, we, as we went through Monday, I saw the importance of staying up with the routine. But doing that also reminded me and kind of affirmed for me how important it is to have the kids do that, how much of a big help they really are. So going on with that routine, experiencing it with without the kids um, helping just made me that much more um, determined to stick with that routine in future laundry days, okay? Because here's the other thing that would happen. If I let myself put it off for Tuesday because I was going to uh, remind the kids, I'm going to remind the kids tonight to bring their laundry and sort it, and then I'll just do laundry day tomorrow. For one thing, we would get off on the having everything that we need for the week, okay? And we might get kind of iffy on having enough undies or socks or whatever. Um, But the other thing is, I'm scatterbrained. And there is a good chance that Monday night, I would not have remembered to have them come and sort things. Because guess what we have on Monday night? Well, this week we had a swim parent meeting and then we had dance for my daughter and there was just all these different things going on. And so, you know, there's a 50-50 chance that I wouldn't remember to have them do it Monday night. So then I would just be behind on the routine and not have had them helped. And then the old me would have said, okay, well, then I have to have them do it tonight. And then we just get completely off of the routine of doing laundry. So the routine itself needs to exist first before I bring the kids in on it. When I bring the kids in on it, um, they have already seen the routine. They know this is how it works. And so then they are much more able to jump in on the routine instead of having to explain to them something that they've never seen happen before. That's the key right there. Uh, And as they do that, and as they become helpful, and they actually are contributing in a way, they're not going to contribute in the beginning. It's going to be more hassle than um, doing it myself in the beginning. But when they really get to the point where they've learned how to do it, and they start contributing, then um, the routine itself will remind me to have them help because they're actually helpful. Okay? All right. So establishing the routines first and then bringing the kids in on it. That's that's key. Okay? Um, another thing for getting kids to help, very clear expectations. Um, different ages respond differently to different things. And I completely acknowledge that if your kids are already teenagers and you've not brought them in on these cleaning routines until now, it's going to be harder. It just is, just like everything is in life. Um, I have some teenagers. I have, I guess I technically only have one, but I have one who's almost a teenager and looks like a teenager and acts like a teenager. Um, anyway, when you have teenagers, they tend to be, um, your relationship changes and I'm actually thoroughly enjoying it. But, um, in some ways they, they feel like they can express things in a different way. 
Um, and so you do have to kind of come at things from that. This is a unique way to work with my teenager kind of a thing. And so, you know, that presents some challenges in things that we've been doing for all these years. And they um, want to reevaluate their role in certain things. I'm trying to be really diplomatic here. But anyway, they want to reevaluate and rediscuss the way that things have been run. And so um, I, I totally acknowledge that you're going at things from a different perspective if you're just now starting with teenagers. I get that. And you may have to, you know, I don't know. I don't write about those things because I haven't personally been through it. But um, the things that work really well, okay, and yes, I still have to say, hey, I'm the mom and this is the way we're going to do it. But timers help so much because of the clear expectations. Here's the thing. When you just say, when, okay, when the kids are used to going from total disaster to grandma's coming over and mom goes crazy and turns into like this crazy eyed, horrible, screaming mess, which my kids have experienced before, um, we go from total chaos to grandma's coming over. And that is their idea of let's get this place cleaned up. Like that's what they think happens when you say we're going to clean up the house today. And that's their only experience, then of course they're going to resist that because it's like, well, who's coming over? Nobody. Well, then why would we do all go through all that trauma um, if grandma's not even coming over? But instead to say, okay, we're going to do a five minute pickup and I'm setting the timer. And that shows you, I really do mean we're going to work on this for five minutes. Now I need five real minutes. I don't want you to sit there and try to talk yourself into it for the first four and a half minutes and then do 30 seconds of work. Now we're going to do five minutes of work. And once you're all up and getting going, then I'm going to start the timer and then we're done. Like giving it that limit so that you're going ahead and saying, this is my expectation. No, we are not going to do a top to bottom clean today, but I need five minutes of focus from you. Five minutes of pickups or a five minute pickup has an impact. If you've never done one, you'll be shocked. Okay. And again, my advice is the best way to do it is to do it in front of them yourself before you bring it in, bring them in on it, you know, so let them observe this routine. Five minutes, you go around, pick things up. You'll be amazed at just the impact of just you picking things up. And then after they've seen you do that a time or two, then we go, um, and, involve them in it. Now that first time that they're involved in it is not the greatest because (laughs) you're going to have to be teaching them what to do and explaining and all that kind of stuff. Um, but bringing them in on those five minute pickups, that's one of the best ways to get kids involved, uh, and help them with the cleaning and have them actually make an impact on the home. It's just doing those five minute pickups, but making sure it's clear. We're doing five minutes y'all. Okay. Sometimes I will with my kids say, Um, okay, I want you to look around and I want you to estimate how long you think this is going to take us to clean up. And sometimes they will, I mean, now they've gotten better at it. Sometimes they say, you know, I really think we can do this in three minutes. And so I'll do three minutes and I'm like, okay, now if it's not done in three minutes, then we will have to, um, add the extra two minutes on and do two more, but, um, three minutes. Okay. Give me everything you've got. And that just kind of gives that motivation. It also helps, 
um, with the whole, he doesn't do as much as she does, or she doesn't do as much as he does. Um, that whole challenge of, okay, guys, all together, we're going to work toward being done in three minutes, just kind of gives them that motivation to, to work a little bit harder. Um, so timers are really, really important. Um, the other thing on clear expectations is, you know, breaking it down. Instead of saying, clean up this room, depending on their age and their, you know, ability level, how much experience they have doing different cleaning things, um, instead of saying, clean up this room, say, okay, I need you to pick up the trash. Here's a trash bag or a shopping sack or something that we can use for trash. Go around and just pick up trash. Or you, your job is to pick up all of the toys and take them to the bedroom. Or this is your job to um, do such and such, you know, giving, you know, get all the pillows that have somehow ended up on the floor and put them back on the couch and put them up there neatly, whatever, you know, just giving them very specific tasks of what their job is right there. Um, And another thing too, is to teach the skills. Kids don't, kids just naturally have slob vision. There's some that don't, but the vast majority of kids have slob vision. Um, which sometimes makes me think, okay, is this just I never matured past this point, and that's why I suffer from slob vision? I don't know. Um, but kids naturally have that, so you have to point things out. I have a post on the blog. Um, my son earned some money and bought a TV that they use for um, their video game stuff. And uh, he put it together all by himself. I was so proud of him. I mean, because I wasn't home when it came in the, you know, delivered from Amazon. He set it up, put it in there, and, you know, showed me this is so great. And I'm like, how do you not see the ridiculous thick dust that was under the old TV? But now, this new TV he had that had a clear base on it, I mean, it's like major, major dust lines. And I just go, how does he not see? that. I mean, that kind of makes me crazy. But at the same time, I go, you know what, that's my job as the mama, I have to teach him. Do you see this dust? Okay. When you see this, this is a great time for you to clean it up, you know, so I held the TV out, I picked up the TV, which oh my goodness, new TVs are so much easier to pick up than old TVs, which is nice. But I picked up the TV, and then he dusted underneath it. And I'm like, you know, so pointing these things out, um, let them see the mess. You know, with my daughter last weekend, we worked and I told her, I said, you know, I really want you to start seeing the things that I'm seeing. Okay. Because they will pick up, but they'll leave a hanger on the floor or they'll leave, um, you know, I don't know, some, some toy or whatever. And I just think, how in the world do you not see this? So instead of go, instead of just saying, why don't you say this? Instead saying, okay, I want you to start at this side of the room, okay, and I want you to go to your right, and I want you to look, and I just want you to find the things that are on the floor that shouldn't be on the floor, okay, instead of just saying, how do you not see this mess, training to say, I want you to look at this part of the floor and ask yourself, what doesn't belong here, so it's that training and realizing that kids have to be trained in just about everything. Think back to when they, you know, were learning how to eat baby food. They had to learn to eat something that you now do, I'm assuming. Um, But, you know, that as an adult, you can do that. And you never even have to think about the fact that at one time in your life, you actually didn't know how to do that. You know, um, and some people take longer to learn things than other people. But it's it's a teaching, you know, thinking of, of yourself as teaching that. 
Um, one thing, you know, with, that's good with that is my daughter um, on Sunday and on Sunday, on Saturday, and I have a post coming up about this, but I had used baking soda to clean my um, stove. And baking soda is awesome and great, but it leaves a film. Well, my stove is black, and so it left this awful-looking film that, I mean, I would wipe it down, and then it would dry, and it was just right back to looking awful. And I would wipe it down, and it would dry, and it was back to looking awful. Well, my daughter actually came in, and she saw that. She was like, ooh, can I do that? Because she saw me working on it. Because she enjoyed seeing the difference. Now, you know, before it dries, it looks like it's clean. Um, but she enjoyed seeing that difference between this is a visible mess and then you run the, um, wet cloth across it. And the part I just did is obviously clean. So that's enjoyable to her, you know, and I kind of use that as an example when we were in the living room, I said, think about how you could see the mess and then you could see the lack of mess. And that's what I want you to start doing in here in the living room is looking at the floor and saying, this is a mess. Now I'm going to remove that mess and get to see the visible difference. So it helps with kids teaching them. If you can show them, give them tasks where they can see that. This is one of the reasons why, you know, if you have leaves or something um, at the front, on the front porch, that's a great job for a kid to sweep those leaves as opposed to sweeping a room that basically looks clean to them. Instead, giving them a job where they actually see what it is that they're sweeping so that they can see it come into the pile and all of that, all that kind of stuff is, is helpful when you're, um, bringing kids in on learning these chores. And as they get better at that, then they can start to see, um, they already know the skill of sweeping and then they can start to see the benefit in the house where, you know, you might be sweeping something where there's really not, um, a lot of visible difference. Okay. Um, something else I was going to talk about. Anyway, the this, then that, this, then that is really a good motivator for kids. Um, oh, I know what I was going to talk about. Sorry. I'll go back to that in just a second. Um, with the five minute pickup, one of the keys is to remember that the five minute picket pickup needs to happen whenever you think about doing a five minute pickup. Um, it has never worked for me to say, we're going to do a five minute pickup at such and such time before bed or whenever that doesn't work for me because those times come and go and it never occurs to me to do a five minute pickup. So I just gave myself permission to say, you know what? A five minute pickup just needs to happen whenever it occurs to me to do a five minute pickup. Often it's in a moment where, oh my goodness, we've got such and such going on. Hey, I need you to do a five minute pickup. And then that lets me know that it'll be easier for me to dust and vacuum or whatever I'm going to need to do before whatever it is that we have going on. Um, the other key for a five minute pickup is no keep baskets. I see lots of advice of people who, you know, give each of their kids a basket and each of the kids are supposed to, um, put their stuff in the basket. Um, I think that's great for people who are good at this kind of stuff. For me personally, I am so anti keep box. Anything where I'm just doing a temporary stick it in here until I can stick it somewhere else later is just a procrastination box. And it just absolutely does not work for my personality because then things just stay in those keep boxes and it just becomes its own form of clutter and it just does not work. So within the five minute pickup, I am really big on 
whatever you find, go ahead and take it where it goes right now, which is the same as my decluttering questions, um, which I use my decluttering questions on things that other people wouldn't consider clutter. They would just consider a daily mess to get, you know, deal with. But those questions help me so much. So training my kids in that Olaf that's on the coffee table, which I'm actually looking at right now, um, that Olaf that's on the, uh, which is a, like a toy figure from Frozen. Anyway, that he's on the coffee table right now. Instead of just saying, okay, I'm going to stick this in a keep box to later put wherever it goes, just go ahead and take that to where it goes right now and then come back and get something else. So, you know, going ahead, taking things where they go instead of procrastinating and putting it in something to deal with later. Because then that means that at the end of the five minutes, we've made actual real progress without any kind of, um, well, this looks better, but oh, now we've got to go deal with such and such. And it's amazing how much you can get done in those five minutes, um, no matter what. I mean, it, it's just amazing what you can get done in five minutes. Okay, so the this, then that. This is something my best friend does. She um, will often say, okay, guys, we're going to do this as far as whatever kind of you know chores before we do that. And it can be a reward, but it can also just be, okay, before lunch, which is a reward, right? Because I mean, everybody wants to have lunch. Okay, before lunch, let's do a five-minute pickup. Or, okay, before we, um, I don't know, I can't even think of anything. Okay, we're going to head over to the pool, but before we do the pool, let's do, uh, let's all, you know, make sure that all the dishes are put away and um, that we've, you know, gotten the kitchen picked up to the point where, um, you know, it's as best off as it can be. Uh, okay, so here's my little plan for summertime. Now, I don't like to deal in what I'm going to do. I only like to deal in um, what I have done. Hold on just a second. So um, one of the things that is my plan for the summer, um, and I'm not telling you like you've got to do this because it's just my plan for the summer. It's Who knows if it's going to work, but hopefully it will. Um, is we have started limiting our screen time by doing a, okay, you can play video games starting at this time at night, okay? Because I just, it's just, oh, I just can't handle the thought of my kids playing video games all summer long. I just can't. Um, but my kids are older, so we let them, you know, kind of stay up and not have bedtime in the summer. And um, so the deal is, as of this time, you can play video games. My husband and I have talked about it, and our goal for this summer is to make it, okay, as of this time, if the house is picked up, then you can play your video games, okay? Because if the house will stay picked up, oh my word, we're so much better off with whatever it is that we want to do, whoever we want to have over. If the house has been picked up, that is the main, that's our main struggle. It just is. Um, where if we can have the house picked up, then if I can just run through real quick with a, you know, desk cloth and a vacuum and have the kids take on their little jobs that they do, then we can have the house, you know, company ready really quick, which is great in the summertime to have that. Um, but so that is our, that's kind of our, if this, then that for this summer is, you know, we're going to do, we're going to have the house picked up before that. We'll see how that goes. I will let you know. Um, just so you know, I will be, um, kind of pausing things for the most part, not completely on the blog, um, for the summer. Uh, but I will occasionally post cause I can't help myself. Um, 
So if you want to keep up with everything, and I may be sending out some newsletters throughout the summer, even though I'm not actually posting on the blog. Um, so if you want to kind of keep up with things and know what's going on, the very best way to do that is to sign up for our newsletter. Go to aslobcomesclean.com slash newsletter, and that will take you, um, that will let you sign up for the newsletter, and it will put you on one. I only do about two news. Mm, two newsletters a week. Okay. Not a day. It's not a daily thing. It's just two newsletters a week. And if you, um, sign up for that, then you make sure that you don't miss out on anything. The best way to make sure that it doesn't go to spam is to reply to the first one that you get and just send me a little note that says replying to make sure this gets in the right email folder or whatever. You can just reply, say, Hey, I don't even care. But if you do that, that's one of the best ways to do that. But the other thing is that um, if you sign up for the newsletter, it will send you um, five days worth of um, decluttering strategies. Some of my very best decluttering strategies that are the things that people really struggle with, if you will go ahead and um, sign up for newsletter, it will send you immediately my how to declutter without making a bigger mess. And then the next day, you're going to get another major decluttering strategy that people um that really makes a huge impact on your home. So, uh, okay, I'm going to quit there and, uh, I will have at least another podcast or two before summer hits. Uh, but thanks for joining me and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.